You are listening to my dad's cool podcast called Cryptos J Means Business, sponsored by JS Tax Corporation. He will talk about tax issues regarding small businesses, cryptocurrency, and whatever pops in his beautiful mind. Was that good, Daddy? Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Crypto J Means Business podcast series. My name is Jamal Solomon, a.k.a. Crypto J. In this series, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency, small business, financial literacy, how to teach the babies about money, entrepreneurship, and anything that enters my beautiful mind. And right now, it is tax season. And unfortunately, I'm a tax accountant. I always say unfortunate because I always have a conversation with God. I was like, listen, God, you couldn't give me a more exciting occupation or gift than <clears throat> taxes. But you know what? We can't pick our gifts. Everybody can't be a world famous DJ, unfortunately. However, I do have a passion for teaching people because I do represent a lot of people in front of the IRS. Uh, I represented over 100 people in front of the IRS. And a lot of times I find out that they could have prevented getting in trouble. But sometimes <clears throat> it goes beyond greed. Sometimes it just got bad information. They met the wrong tax accountant. And, you know, now they just got to pay back their refund with interest and penalties. And if you ever dealt in this line of work, that's one of the hardest things that, you know, that you see people have to deal with when they got to deal with the IRS is that these are a lot of times these are really good people that just made a bad decision. And we number one, a refund is never worth, you know, the risk, especially if you know you don't deserve it. And when you're in front of the IRS, just being ignorant to the actual rule is not going to help you guys. So during tax season, I'm going to do my part to educate you guys. If you want to contact me afterwards and you need additional help, you could go to my website, taxitandforgetit.com. You can email me at Jamal, J-A-M-A-A-L, at tax jstaxcorp.com and we can make it happen but we're gonna make these videos these podcast series short and simple because who want to spend 20 minutes listening to about taxes however you're gonna need to know a little bit about it so throughout the tax season listen guys i'm gonna educate you and we're gonna make it happen so today we're gonna talk about the home office deduction you'd be surprised at how many people come to me thinking that you know they deserve keyword deserve which is crazy the deduction because they have a little business and sometimes they meet people on their couch with their laptop and they offer them water you know throughout the meeting we're gonna learn that the irs is nice but they're not really that nice they they do understand that our businesses that use their homes as also as um places of business but they also understand that um everybody don't use 100 percent of they they home and some people just because you have a couch doesn't mean that you should deduct utilities and all the other stuff so we're going to talk about briefly about the home office deduction there are two methods 
oh, before we get to that, one of the most important things is you don't need just to have a home. You could be a renter or apartment, and also it applies to all types of homes. So let's say you have a boat home. That could qualify. Let's say you have an RV. That could qualify. So think out the box when you have this. Don't think, oh, I don't have a house. Um, I don't qualify. You know, the IRS do understand that everybody have different situations. All right. So one method is it's fairly new. It started in 2013. It's called the simplified method, the simplified option. And which is this? This is basically a standard method that, you know, takes the takes the record keeping out of the equation and um you know, keeping track of all the expenses out of it by just basically giving you a standard amount. Now, we're not going to get to the standard amount because ain't nobody want to hear a podcast about taxes for 15 minutes. But if you use the simplify option, you know, make sure you have a conversation with your tax accountant about what amount is that because the other amount is what's called the regular method and that's when your tax accountant is going to ask you for your all your actual expenses like mortgage interest rent insurance utilities and repairs and depreciation and then from the square footage so they're going to have they're going to ask you the square footage of your home right so let's say it is Ten thousand, and I'm just making up numbers. Don't don't hold me to it. And then the exclusive area where you have business is a thousand square footage. So basically, you could deduct ten percent of all your expenses. So if you pay mortgage insurance, ten percent of mortgage insurance, ten percent of the home insurance, ten percent of the utilities. So if you have if you pay twenty thousand dollars in mortgage interest, no, you can't deduct the whole twenty thousand. You could deduct, may be able to deduct ten percent of that, which will be two thousand, which is pretty good. But the last thing you want to do is get greedy. Don't think that oh, I'm just a small guy and the IRS would never audit me. The IRS has information on millions of people, and you know the computer could kind of basically, you know kind of gauge when somebody's making up numbers and the important thing to realize in most audits is the computer system that picks it out and then is a human so it's not like a human is going to check all this computer system said hmm this seems out of order why is every number perfect why is every number 1,000 2,000 3,000 500 no expenses are ever that perfect and the computer said okay hey listen agent solomon Go check this guy out. And then that's when the letter comes. So don't be greedy. Use actual expenses if you're going to use the regular method. And you know what? Don't do 100%. Be honest with it. If it's only if your office is only 10% of your um of your house, just use 10%. Like I said, I represent over 100 people. It is not a refund. It's not worth it if you got to pay it back with interest and penalties. And believe me, there's a lot of people that say, oh, I never thought I'd get caught. I never thought I'd get caught. And they got caught. Yeah, there's a lot of people that get away with it. But man, oh, man, there's a lot of people that get caught. <clears throat> okay. Now, there are requirements to claim the home office deduction. Now, regardless of the amount that you use, whether simplified or regular, there are basically two requirements for your home to qualify as a deduction. One is the regular and exclusive use. So this basically means that 
there has to be an area in your home. And like I said, it could be an apartment. It could be a boat that's used exclusively for conducting business. No, it's not a couch. No, it's not a kitchen table. It's like an office. It's a set area. It could be an extra room. Let's not get all crazy that it got to be half the house. It could be an extra room. Deduct the expenses associated with that room. Now, number two, the number two requirement, it has to be a principal place of your business, meaning that you must show this is where you conduct your business. However, we all know taxes are complex and crazy. You can conduct business at a location outside your home, but also use your home, you know, regularly and conduct business. So. You know, that's when you have to have a conversation with your tax accountant, because sometimes people do have several offices. But now do note that if you do have a regular office and also you're trying to claim a home office, your records better be on point. You better, you know, act like you're about to get audited the next day and be able to prove that I meet clients in this room exclusively even though I have another office. All right. So don't don't shy away from it. Just have that honest conversation. Now, listen, here's a tip. If you have a tax accountant and he disregards all these rules and he say, oh, don't worry about it. You're not going to get audited. Let me tell you something. I don't care even if the I don't care if the tax accountant is your father or your mother it is time to lead them i can't tell you how much times bad advice from tax accountants got people in trouble and the crazy thing about it a lot of times when they get letters from the irs they are ghosts you can't you will be surprised how many tax accountants will not return your call once you get an audit letter so don't ever fall for somebody to say oh don't worry you know let's get this refund and you know what? The IRS is too small for the IRS to to audit. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You could deduct the expenses for separate freestanding structures as a studio, a garage, a barn. Like I said, just be creative with it. It just has to be legit. And if you can't prove it in front of IRS, don't deduct it. It's not worth it. It's not not worth it. All right. Now, there's also additional tests for employee use. If you're an employee and use part of your home for business, you may qualify for deduction for the business use. Now, of course, like we said, the IRS is very complex. It says now the test that you have to pass your business use must be for the convenience of your employer. Once again, you are in this situation. You deduct it, even though you're an employee. You're deducting it for the use of your home for business purposes. So your business use must be for the convenience of your employer. So that got to be the first thing that you got to be able to tell the IRS in the case of audit and prove it. Now, the second test is that you must not rent any part of your home to your employer and use the rented portion to perform services as an employee. So basically, it can't be something that... You know what? You think you slick and 
your employer say, you know what, I want to use your home. I give you rental income and stuff like that. You can't have it both ways. <clears throat> you can't receive money, additional money, rental money from your employer and then try to deduct as a home office space. All right. And then also, and this is coming straight from the IRS website, if the use of your home office is merely appropriate and helpful, you cannot deduct expenses for the business use of your home. Like I said, maybe it's raining outside and you say, oh, I don't want to go outside and meet with the client. Why don't you come to my kitchen table? That's just convenient. That's not your principal home. Now, finally, what I'm going to tell you guys is that a lot of times when I tell people, especially small business owners, is that the best source of income information for the IRS is going straight to the source and IRS.gov, G-O-V, is, you know, just visit IRS.gov, the website. It It's where you don't ever just take an accountant word. You know, and I know it sounds crazy because I'm a tax accountant. However, I'm a tax accountant that tried to represent people that they tax accountants did them dirty. So I'm very paranoid and I'm and I'm very into you kind of just doing the extra research on this. So don't be intimidated because it's the IRS website. The IRS website's it's perfect for people that's not accountants. It's very plain language and stuff like that. Nobody's asking you to read the revenue rulings or the IRS um, code. It's very plain because you want to go to your tax accountant knowing the basic information. And that's what the IRS.gov is for. So here's the publication that I will highly recommend you to read if you want to have that conversation with your tax accountant. It is publication 5 eight seven and this publication name is business use of your home now in this publication you will find the requirements for qualifying to deduct expenses the types of expenses that you could deduct how to figure the deduction special rules for daycare providers tax implications of selling your home that's used partly for business records you should keep where to deduct your expenses listen basically almost everything that you need to know for this deduction and it's not in complex language so listen do not only rely on your tax account because what if he didn't know he or she didn't know a certain special rule and say oh you can't deduct it but you can just don't rely on the people if you're a small business owner you cannot be lazy all right. So with that, I'm going to end it until the next time, people. I wish y'all a great tax season. If you need help, you could just go to you could go to my website, taxitandforgetit.com, or you can email me at Jamal, J-A-M-A-A-L, at JS Tax Corp. <clears throat> and let's see, hire my beautiful brain. In the meantime, guys, have a great time. Bye.